Welcome to Yingcast, our podcast for current and future leaders wanting to develop themselves further. Every month, the Alembic team discuss and share their thoughts on issues and topics that are common in the workplace. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Yingcast. We've got all the usual people today. So we've got Matt. Hello. Rosanna. Good morning, everyone. And I'm Alice. So thank you for tuning in. The theme of this Yingcast is motivation. So this month at Alembic, um, all our marketing is covering the theme of motivation. We personally have seen quite a significant uptake um, in our clients. Um, they're wanting to map their own motivation and uh, the motivation of their teams. So we thought it would be good to talk about this. Um, most people don't know what truly motivates them, um, but once it's understood, it has quite a few benefits, including an improved sense of purpose, enhanced self-awareness, and it can help to increase and better your performance and productivity. Um, so we use something called motivational maps. Um, myself, Rosanna and Matt are all motivational map practitioners. Um, and we use motivational maps with our clients and on ourselves um, because it helps us to gain a deeper understanding of ourselves and our colleagues. Um, it's also a really useful tool to start the conversation around what really energizes us at work and maybe what doesn't so much. One thing that's important to note uh, about motivation, as we know, um, it changes over time. Um, so as a leader, it's important to know what motivates both yourself and your team. Um, so we've actually at Lembic um, redone our motivational maps and we've just been comparing our results to see if there's been any shifts in um, what motivates us and what doesn't. We were saying as well that big life or environment changes can impact what motivates us. I think Matt you were saying a bit about that weren't you? Yeah I think motivation does change over time. I'm sure everybody's experienced that. Um, and just with the passing of time, you'll see changes in your motivational profile on your map. Uh, but there are sort of big life events which obviously change your motivation. Uh, if I was to pull a few, obviously having kids comes to the front of my mind. It definitely changed my motivation. Uh, but there are other things like um, having a new partner, moving house, uh, starting a new job. It can all be things which uh, changes your level of motivation. Uh, obviously, we've been talking about this a little bit in the context of the pandemic. So it's been um, touching on a few of those areas. So it's meant a change of job for people. It's meant a, a massive change of um, habits and lifestyle. Like all these things touch on um, your different motivators. We've done a bit of uh, remapping Alembic, so we've all done our maps. Um, and out of interest, we decided to do some remapping, given the, the focus on um, understanding motivation with some of our clients. 
and it has been interesting. I think most people have found that their, their motivations uh, during the pandemic have changed. Um, Alex, I think you were speaking to um, some observations. You've done quite a lot of maps recently, and you were uh, noticing a change in Defender. Is that right? Yeah. So um, the Defender motivator, for those that maybe don't know, um, is about being motivated by safety and stability. And that could be financial or it could be, you know, within your job, having job security. So as Matt said, I have seen personally in the clients that I've been mapping, quite a lot of them um, previously didn't have Defender as something that was very important to them in terms of motivation. Um, but now that has become something that's really important to them. And I've seen that on my own map as well, actually. Um, it's come into my top three motivators. Um, whereas before it was my sixth motivator. Um, so there's nine motivators in motivational maps and mine was sixth and now it's moved up um, all the way to third. Um, and I think for me personally, that is mostly due to the pandemic. You know, it's been a very turbulent time for people. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's quite normal to crave that um, sense of security and safety. But equally, just quickly touching on my um, lower motivators, um, I've seen a bit of a shift there, but I think that's more due to um, being at Alembic now for almost three years. So when I first started at Alembic, it was right at the start of my career and um, spirit, which is about sort of freedom and independence um, was my lowest motivator. Um, but I've seen that move up a little bit as I've got more responsibility and more expertise. I think that's come up a bit more as well. So that's for me, the sort of main notable shifts. What about you both? I am. Um, I actually have noticed the exact opposite with my defender, which is really unusual. I think because of the pandemic being everything being so up in the air, I think I've just taken my hands off the wheel and said, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Let's just roll the punches and, and see where things go. And it's in my profile, it's been the biggest mover amongst all of my motivators. And it's dropped to uh, second from bottom. Uh, or I suspect that's why that's happened. Um, uh, another mover in mine is friend, which is about building, fulfilling relationships. Um, I'd suggest that this is probably one of the motivators, along with Defender, that you most often see movement with um, during uh, what the work we've done in the pandemic. And that's because people are finding it harder to manage their relationships, or they might be finding their relationships less fulfilling. Um, funnily enough, mine has dropped, whereas I'd expect it to have increased. Um, it might perhaps be for the same reason as Defender, uh, that it's just been, um, it's been completely impossible to maintain fulfilling relationships in the same way we used to. Um, and I've kind of, adjusted and become more comfortable with that. Um, I'd be really interested to see how this has changed again coming out of the pandemic. So I definitely feel like I'm, I'm craving fulfilling relationships again. Um, what about you, Rosanna? How have you shifted around? 
Um, it's really interesting actually just hearing you two talk and actually um, hearing how actually your maps have shifted in very different ways. And I just really like this as a, a point to make about, you know, as leaders and managers, it's sometimes really difficult to really understand that or know that without, you know, maybe directly asking. But then that's also quite a difficult conversation. And as Alice was saying, you know, these maps give you a really nice language and a really open setting non-judgmental it's there's no right there's no wrong it's just different and I think just hearing you two talk about your the last 18 months and how they've changed and actually maybe different and opposing ways is really interesting so we don't know until we start asking the questions um I think um I would probably say the similar thing to Alice and that I think leaders just want to have more of a touch point, know a little bit more about what's driving their employees, what's motivating them so that they can bring out the best in their teams. And I think in remote working, you know, it's harder to just get that sense. Um, and I, th I think that's really important to drive performance and um, capability and you know, help people with setting their own direction. I think motivation is a key part of all of that. Um, my map um, hasn't changed that much. I think the only significant change has been friend. Um, I think you know some listeners may know that I've moved, um, and so actually re-establishing um, work relationships, maybe thinking about different networks. I've moved from London to Leeds, so there's a different network there. And also it's sort of challenged, you know, how I'm connected with you guys in the team and, you know, that proximity and all those things. I think it's something that I was very conscious of when I was moving that I wanted to maintain and not lose. So I think that's a significant shift in terms of one of my that's elevated that sort of come up a little bit more strongly um and as you were saying Matt I think that's quite normal where you've sort of had an environmental shift so you're just not seeing the same people you're not part of the same communities networks as you were before so that seems to me quite um a natural thing to have happened um but there hasn't been any other shift and I think for me, I have a strong searcher and a strong spirit, and I think maybe the decision to relocate has actually been a bit of a, a motivating thing for me with the backdrop of the last 18 months, of course, but it's actually provided quite a good focus for me. Um, so it is interesting reflecting, and I agree, Matt, like what's it going to be like, you know, in a year's time when maybe we're settled, we've got a new normal, whatever, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, um, I think it just shows the dy dynamism of our lives and, you know, what's driving us now might not drive us in six months. And it's important for leaders to know about that. And I think if you think about this as an organisational point, you know, why do you really want to know? OK, you want people to be motivated because they'll perform, you want to drive a culture of you know, inclusion but ultimately motivation gives a really good indicator of how people are making decisions and there are inherent conflicting ways that people make decisions there are conflicting motivators you know we're motivated by different things how do we then work together and make a decision 
that's all still really valuable as well. So I think there's lots of different insights you can pull. And I just think leaders at the moment are going, how do I access that? How do I answer these questions I have? Um, and the maps are a really nice way to do that. I've absolutely found that to be the case. Le leaders want to know what's going on with their teams, and particularly given the more um, remote style of working. I think some leaders feel really disconnected. We've been doing lots of, of work on uh, kind of cultural pieces. And I think that's speaking to the same thing. Um, culture has been harder to measure and manage. Um, and I think you've made a very good point. It's so interesting how the three of us have spoken to uh, two or three of the same uh, motivators on our profiles that have done completely different things for different reasons. And even um, Rosanna and I, who, who share quite a few of our motivators and have both been through the same pandemic and we both moved, moved away, um, have really experienced very different changes in motivation. And it's one of my favorite things about motivational maps is it's such a good and structured and easy start point for those kind of conversations. Quite often you'll go through a mapping exercise with the team and we generally do it in one-to-ones. Uh, -one. um, you'll start conversations around uh, motivation and their profile and you'll end up talking about something which is related but completely different. It's, um, it is a free license to talk about whatever you want. Um, and we've had some really amazing and insightful conversations with people. And I think that particularly during the pandemic, there's not necessarily been a structured outlet for people to talk about these things. Um, and I found it really, really interesting. And also, I think it's been a really key part of how we've engaged with organizations um, remotely. It's formed a much larger part of our work than it has ever been before. Um, and I think that's just, really everybody's feeling the same thing. They want to be able to connect with their team. They want to be able to have um, these more insightful conversations to try and build um, a high performing team in a slightly different environment to what they had before. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. I think just following on from your point about high performing teams, um, it's of course very important for leaders to know what motivates their team and those that they lead. But it's also really important for staff members to and team members to know what motivates those that they work with, you know, on a regular basis um, in order to have conversations about what they need from each other um, and how they can bounce off each other and um, use their motivators and strengths together to create the best outcome. It also helps um, to a degree to help to explain um, the people's language and behavior, because as Rosanna said, um, it's a great indication of you know, why people are making the decisions they are making and because they have their, most of the time they have their motivators in mind. So I think it's a great way, just following on from your point, to do that within teams as well and communicate that with each other so we all have that insight and that understanding of each other. So just to quickly summarise um, the main points that we've spoken about today. So we've just given a short intro to motivation and motivational maps. Um, we've talked a bit about 
how motivation changes over time due to a range of big life events and how that can look diff very different for different people even though it's the same event it can change their maps in different ways we spoke about the importance of leaders knowing what motivates their team and we encourage you to have those conversations with your team um, to get that greater understanding and we also touched on the fact that um, motivation is a good indicator of how people and why people are making the decisions that they are. Thank you for listening. If you go to our website, alembicstrategy.com, in the What We Do section, we now have a Motivational Maps page. You can find more information on how we use maps with our clients and the benefit of that. Feel free to get in touch if you want to talk to us about motivational maps and how you can make this work for your team. We're always happy to help. Also, keep an eye out for our upcoming articles from the Alembic team on motivation and our next strategy cafe with Rosanna and guest Susanna Braid-Waring from Aspirin Business Solutions and Motivational Maps. You can sign up for this on our website, alembicstrategy.com, in the Get Involved section. We hope to see you online. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yingcast. We hope you enjoyed it. To get the heads up on future podcasts, you can sign up to our mailing list through our website, alembicstrategy.com, in the Get Involved section. If you enjoyed this, then you might also be interested in our other events. You can sign up to our newsletter for updates on our latest events and articles. Also, look out for Strategy Cafe, our regular leadership webinar, where Nick, our MD, interviews prominent leaders.